0: So much to get into. Yeah. First and foremost, so I saw your boy on Twitter today in the hospital. Jacoby Shaddix. Yeah. What's going on? What happened? Local
1: surgery. Yeah, I mean, it's something that we're all susceptible to, you know, like I haven't talked to him specifically about the details. Um, when you use your voice as much as we do, whether you're doing it wrong or right, it doesn't matter. It's like you can develop nodes and, and you have to get those removed or you won't be able to sing. You know, surgery is risky, but it's also something that you have to do. So I'm stoked that he did it and got it out of the way before they have their big run of touring coming up in the future.
0: Yeah, it sucks. They <laughs> just put out that album and, and then to have that, I, I didn't know what happened. Like just saw the picture of him like, thanks for the well wishes. I was like, what the hell yeah. is going on, yeah. man? Yeah, man. Scary. So the other thing I I need your help in figuring out virus. Yeah. Killer new tune. Thanks, dude. I love it, but I'm like I saw the video and I'm like, oh wait, let me look that up. On
1: wait, why isn't it on the album? We put out a record last October. We decided to go back in the studio before Warped Tour to do a brand new single. So we'd already released like the three or four singles from This Lad I Hold, our last record, and we wanted to give the fans something new right before Warped to sing along to, something to be excited about. So we went back in the studio. We went in with Kane Churko, who does like a bunch of you know awesome records. He's Vegas guy right yep and yeah. we uh, we did it we did a song called Virus and I've uh, been playing it all summer it's been
0: going great I love it but I was like confused I was like wait I'm just trying to just yeah. the album where'd this uh, come from just a
1: standalone single but it might be on our next record
0: okay yeah I wasn't sure if you are gonna do like a re like a tour edition or re-release no, probably or not. Cause we're
1: gonna go right back in in October and
0: do a new record, man. But there's so much good stuff to still digest on, on the last album. I like, know,
1: I know, it's tough, man. But I mean, like people are impatient these days. People love music to constantly come in, and we love to write and record. I mean, it's like there's makes sense
0: to just go in and do it, you know. Well, let me ask you about a couple a couple tunes on the album. Yeah, I'm loving the new album. Uh, well, let me ask you about uh, "Virus" lyrically. What that's about. Virus is
1: um, just, I wanted it to be an anthem for anybody that needed an inspiration to walk away from an abusive relationship or an addiction or whatever it is that's poisonous in your life, right? That's the virus in your life. That album is definitely like a, hey, I'm stronger than this. I can get through this. Um, You don't own me kind of song, you know? You know, we've had songs in the past that have been directly related to alcoholism or, you know, things like that. But we wanted a song that just kind of encompassed all of it. um, That would be an anthem for anybody that needed
0: that inspiration. Very cool. And love the, the title track and the video for it. was hilarious. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when,
0: I saw, when I first saw Jacoby in the hospital, I was like, oh, maybe Maddie did get to him, you know? Oh,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> this lad I Hold. Yeah, yeah. It's about standing up for who you are and what you believe in no matter what, right? The tagline in the song is this lad I hold will glow. You know, we've always wanted to be a beacon of hope. Uh, my faith is the foundation of my life, and I love to share it. And not everybody wants to hear it, but that's okay. This is who I am. I'm here. I'm forced to be reckoned with. And you're not going to, you know, you're going to hear what I have to say, you know? And uh, so that's what that song's about. Jacoby and I share a lot of the same beliefs, so um, it definitely uh, it made sense for us to do that song together.
0: I love it. And the other one I love, too, is Wanting More.
1: Yeah, man, totally. I think greed is a big issue that's not very talked about, right? You know, like something that everybody struggles with, you know? Um, and I just wanted to write a song that talked about, that, that brought it out into the open so that people could address their own issues with that, you know? It was therapeutic for me to write it and uh, we put out a video for it. Um, yeah. And so it's just, it's cool, man. I think that it's something that Americans need to talk about more. You know, there's a lot of greed in this country and um, I think it's something to be
0: addressed. I love the videos, man. They're like, movies they're like yeah, mini yeah. little movies is that something <laughs> you really strive for is that, we
1: do we want everything to be like very cinematic that we do you know absolutely yeah
0: I yeah. love it man um, also you know another another song on the new album that, uh, that I feel like the world really needs right now and, and sadly I think uh, Chester could have used was uh, that's just life
1: no doubt man as public figures we hear all day long you know you saved my life you, you helped me stop cutting like your this song brought me out of depression and it's like when you hear those things and you believe those things it makes you not want to admit when you're struggling because you become all these people's superheroes right and I think that that's probably a weight that Chester was holding you know if I come out and talk about this outside of my music like hey everyone like I need to take some time away and really address my own stuff then he would not be someone's hero anymore But we're all human beings. We're all in this rat race together, right? And it's like for us, when I was struggling with anxiety and depression at my worst, we wrote an album called Unconditional. I talked about what it was like to deal with a panic attack and what it was like to be in the thick of depression and what it was like for God to walk through that season with me and to forge me in the fires and everything that I learned about myself and everything now that I have to offer to a world that struggles with the same things. And it's like I just wish that I could have sat in a room with Chester and told him, dude, you are not alone. Being, going, going through those things, man, there's nothing at all that someone can say to you that makes you feel like you're not alone, but I just want to sit in a room with them and be like, yo, dude, i thought about doing the same thing. I used to be on the 30th floor of my apartment complex in downtown Seattle, and all I could think about was jumping off. And it's like, dude, I know what that's like. But that's why we have to communicate. That's why we have to write songs about these things. We have to be out in the open. Mental health has to be discussed.
0: It has to. My dad was a psychologist. Oh, cool. For like 30 years, and it's funny because it, it seems like it's never talked about. Like, yeah. I feel up, like I grew up in that world, but no, Nobody else talks about it. It's like everyone else has to have car insurance and dental insurance, but we all need mental health insurance. Totally, man.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, therapy was a huge part of me coming out of that season, so absolutely.
0: I imagine Chester, a big vocal influence for you. Sure,
1: man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a band out here that Linkin Park didn't influence, yeah. you know?
0: What do you guys got coming next? I mean, I, I, you're talking about the recording studio again, but I imagine another headlining tour. like.
1: Potentially. Uh, we're going to go and play one show in Johannesburg, South Africa in oh, wow. September, then we headline a festival in Dallas right back into the studio in October and November to do the record. Wow. Um, so it'll probably be early 2018 before we head back out on the road.
0: So you're not getting even... Because you guys went out with 36 and uh, Kill Switch yeah. earlier in the year. That was awesome. Yeah, man. But uh, no headlining run then on nah, this album cycle, so to speak, then? Uh, we did. We did two headliners. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. We did two headliners in America, and um, they both went great, man. The March of Madness tour and the... Um, Rise Up to her. Both of those we Headlined So it was great Man yeah. Awesome
0: And just wanted To talk a little little Rock and roll We're all music fans You know I saw two weeks ago Metallica at the Rose Bowl Yeah and I still have goosebumps From that Unreal, show Unreal dude And just curious For everyone here Like what was your Metallica entry point uh, the black album, Yeah You know Or
1: yeah Yeah when I started to really get it Yeah totally
0: Take me back to that time What did you What did you think What did well, you Well first hear? of all I
1: had to hide the CD from my mom <laughs> Otherwise she was going to break it right But I mean Just the raw power Raw energy in their music That they brought to the table I mean paved the way For so many of us to want to bring that same energy to the table you know what i mean so that's what we try to do out here every day you know recreate what they really paved the way to do and there'll never be another metallica we got to tour with them in australia on Soundwave, it? and it was so ridiculous dude so sick but yeah they're a band
0: that will never be uh recreated ever let me ask you this your big your, your numero uno metallica say radio hit and say your deep cut
1: it's too hard man that's too hard Yeah, you can't ask that you know what I mean that's come like, on pick one what's, what's your favorite uh, you know tree in the forest you know what I mean it's like there's so many good ones it's, it's like I don't know I honestly can't I can't answer it that's tough what about you
0: see I would say like master puppets and sure. like uh, bread fan
1: yeah rad and good choices those
0: are you know. absolutely man all right, so maybe maybe this is going to be the wrong way, but go on. I got one more choice for you. I've been working on, you know, the big four Metallica, right? Metallica, okay. Slayer, Anthrax, Megadeth. is a big four.
1: Oh, dude, no doubt. And we were on tour with all of those bands in Australia. They were all on Soundwave the same year. It's ridiculous, right?
0: That's sick. So I've been thinking about the next, we got the big four with those four. So then the next wave, the next grouping, I've come up with the flannel five. Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Okay. Stone Temple Pilots, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. The flannel five. That's brilliant, dude. You like that? That's
1: brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. I really hope you get to tell those guys that. That's <laughs> sick.
0: Well, in the meantime, I'm uh, I'm doing a little survey. Give me your pick. Flannel five. Who's numero uno for you?
1: Oh, man. I feel like I just have to say Soundgarden, right? That's
0: you your know? pick. Tell like, me why. I,
1: I really... i have just like... The, the band deserves more... They've obviously been a huge deal, a big deal, right? But they, the band deserves and deserved more credit than they ever got. You know? Great band.
0: And vocally, I mean...
1: No doubt, you know. I just, for me specifically in my own life, I would say Kirk Cobain like takes the cake, right? Like, just kind of the voice of, of a generation, right? So totally.
0: Same thing with Chester. No, I got to come up with that one next. But no
1: doubt, dude. The Shaved Head Seven or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: New, Metal, no, I don't know. I got to come up with.
1: New that. Metal Nine, yeah. Mm,
0: something. something. Um, That's I got, cool. Man. I figure out some. I got some time on that one. But one other thing, thinking about the '90s, coming up with the Flannel Five. One thing I always yell about, scream about on the radio that I missed today that we had plenty of in the 90s a little bit in the 2000s kind of faded away was soundtracks and movie soundtracks when movie and music was tied in together yeah the perfect example I've been giving it all day is Guns and Roses T2 you okay. could be mine okay right yeah yeah like, yeah perfect like you can't watch that movie and not think of that song yeah. and you can't hear that song and not think of that movie And that's something that I hate isn't happening today.
1: It's not, man. I mean, so much pop music, obviously, is making its way into movies. But more than anything, companies that produce movies are having soundtracks just scored. You know, it's just like background music, right? Um, So, yeah, dude. I mean, come on. My heart will go on, you know,
0: Titanic. I mean, come on. (laughs) Titanic? You're pulling Titanic. I was expecting more like Empire Records or singles or you're pulling Titanic. Oh, my God. Someone said earlier Garden State. Who was I talking to? uh Kandira, I think the Garden State the yeah. Garden State soundtrack I was no like doubt.
1: oh my god I- Yeah dude we got to be on the Saw 6 soundtracks oh, See? The song wasn't anywhere in the movie it was just on a DVD that they like compiled uh, for you know music videos and songs of things that they thought would have fit the movie if
0: it wasn't right, it <laughs> <right>. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that uh, yeah, did you see that last Mad Max that came out Fury Road? Yes so sick dude so I sick I mean that that was screaming for I like, know man
1: I know I don't know man I'ts I hope that that isn't dead
0: I really do uh, that's why I'm trying to bring it back and getting that conversation going. Maddie, oh, one last thing I wanted to get your plug in. You have a business outside of the music business.
1: Yeah, I have a hair product company called On Point Pomade. And uh, you can find it at onpointpomade.com or on any social media site, you know. Um, but, yeah, man, I spent two and a half years just really trying to develop the greatest men's hair product in the world. I really think I achieved it, man. I love what it is. Um, it holds great. It smells great. It looks great. It feels great. It's like it is it. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. Um, and uh, you start to see it. every. Everywhere pretty soon cool
0: and social media
1: for it on point pomade everything, everything. facebook twitter instagram yeah it's all there beautiful man